Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back to 929, the award-winning podcast from Fiverr.com. I'm Ishan Akbar, and this is the business podcast where every week we interview entrepreneurs who give us their one key takeaway. Our guest this week is the CEO and founder of two very successful fitness-based companies. She's the founder of both activewear brand Tala and fitness brand Shreddy. It's Grace Beverly. In this episode, Grace will be telling you to not be afraid of collaboration. So Grace, tell us, what is the lesson you want to share with us today? So I want to talk about not being afraid to collaborate. Right. Now, immediately when you say that to me, I know I've got entrepreneurs there thinking, I don't want to give away my trade secrets to anybody else. How do you make the leap of trusting people to collaborate with them? Well, I think that people often see collaboration as this one form of kind of external collaboration, you know, brand collaboration. Collaboration has to be a kind of operating almost like an operating model. It has to be something that you carry throughout all that you do. So in kind of collaborating as a leader, collaborating as a employee or colleague, and then also that kind of external collaboration. So I think the kind of proof is in the pudding with collaboration. It's you get what you give a lot of the time and a lot of the time, a lot more than that. And obviously that's not the only reason for it. But to me, it's been really, really clear that the more I work with people to do what they're best at and to help them do what I'm best at, the more we can be kind of stronger as a team, whether it's just for that one collaboration or whether it's as a whole in our daily kind of working life. So I think if you are worried of collaborating, try it and see what it gives back to you, both on a kind of personal, wholesome kind of level, but also beyond yeah. that, you can absolutely multiply what you're doing by leaning on other people's expertise, by combining your kind of it might be your customer base or whatever it might be. There is always a benefit to it. Don't think of it as kind of taking away from you. Was there a particular moment where you realized the value of collaboration? I think over the past year, I've really realized that actually my leadership style is all about collaboration. So I've always encouraged collaboration kind of for brands with similar ethos is working together or similar demographics. You know, you can really lean on each other's customer bases and lean on each other's brand identity to be able to multiply your own. And I think that's pretty self-explanatory and really encouraged. And I would encourage that over and over. And then I actually think that, you know, a lot of the time the questions I get asked are around how I lead as a young person or how I lead as someone with actually very little experience. And I think that, mm. you know, what I what I can lend to my companies is a lot about being the vision and the founder and the, you know, having that passion for what we're doing. But actually beyond that, I need to work with people who have a huge amount of expertise, but to bring my vision to life. And I've realized that the reason why you know, because I've often thought in, t in terms of things like imposter syndrome, I've often thought, well, like, yeah, I am really inexperienced. So how can I work mm. with these people who are so much better than me at my own company? 
And the important thing is, is that you're bringing different things to the table. So if you can collaborate together, then what you can create is going to be so much more powerful. For the uninitiated, tell us a bit more about your journey, about the story of Tala and Shreddy. To give you a kind of a little little background on it. So I started Shreddy over four years ago now when I was in my first year at university. And Shreddy is a platform where we don't believe in overcomplicating fitness. We believe that you shouldn't have to do anything you hate to get results you love. So within that, we think that great gym equipment that can really enhance your workout and also can make you feel good while you're in the gym is really important. That from supplements to our actual app, which is based on taking your preferences and taking your goals and kind of marrying them together to make your perfect plan. So no more of this, like you have to run if you want to slim down or you have to do this Mm. if you want to do that. Actually, instead, taking the customer's lead and saying, what do you want to do? And how can we help you reach your goals by doing that thing? Because you're always going to stick to that more. And then two years later, I launched Tala, which is almost two years old now. It'll be two years old in May. At Tala, we don't believe in compromising sustainability, ethics, and style. So we believe that sustainably and ethically produced clothing should be the norm and it should be you know, accessible. It should be at competitive price points so that you don't need to think twice about wanting to kind of ask more from your clothing, wanting to ask for it to be sustainably produced, wanting to ask for it to be ethically produced. So that's a bit about both the companies. They're both very exciting. They're my babies and they've been doing incredibly well. Tell us a bit more about the collaboration journey of Tala and Shreddy. So when I originally decided to kind of embark on these journeys, Shreddy was definitely a more of a kind of accumulative one. I released one thing, it worked. I released another thing that kind of accumulated over the next few years. And I was very... You know, inexperienced in the business world. And that was all really about collaborating with people who knew better. So I would talk to people who had experience in manufacturing and then I'd work with them, or I'd talk to people who had kind of more experience in marketing and then I'd either work with them or, you know, it kind of give them back in some direction another way. And I really learned kind of through collaboration in that way because actually I feel like you see the business industry, quote unquote, as a kind of competition and in some ways Mm, it is I mean that's literally how capitalism works but beyond that is the idea that actually we all have something that we can learn from each other and if we can harness that we can do a lot better. How do you identify worthwhile collaborators because I suspect you will see people who've got a lot of expertise in the same area a number of different people how do you know who to choose? I I think that's a really good question. And I think a lot of the time you don't. I think a lot of the time it will be based off gut instinct. It will be based off kind of similar values. And that's kind of been my way of navigating that. It's been, you know, do I, in my gut, do I think this is a good person to work with? It totally depends on what you want to do. If you just want to work with a brand, you know, your brand wants to work with another brand who has the same customer base and the same ethos then great, then that matches up. It's just about that synergy. So it might be that synergy of values between you and someone else. It might be, you know, synergy of what you want. So you're both aiming for the same thing. And then on the brand values, it might be the synergy of ethoses and kind of what you hold as your core pillars to your brand and your what forms your brand identity. What advice would you give to someone who's listening to this episode in terms of that immediate step to take to begin collaborating better? Oh, I'd say one of the key things as a business for collaborating is work out what you want from something. So if you're collaborating, why are you collaborating? What are your KPIs, your key performance indicators to know that it's gone well? What are the overall objectives? Do you want to reach a wider audience, create a great product, 
like the the list goes on there's a huge endless list of what you could do and I think that until you can kind of conceptualize and ascertain exactly what you want from a collaboration or from this that and the other you're not going to you know it's going to be it's going to be hard to even realize you've kind of reached it or it's going to be hard to get there because you can't make those decisions along the way that think will this get me more exposure will this help my conversion will this blah 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 and finally tell us about your book are you excited about the book finally going to print and people seeing it and reading your wisdom Oh, not sure about the wisdom part. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm really excited. I think the most important part of this book is, you know, to, to start this conversation about healthy working practices, but also about the new working world and what it actually looks like and how it's actually evolved from this idea of earning stripes and working somewhere for 30 years and this, that and the other to something that has so many other ideas and so many other ways you can make money, but also this huge anxiety that every second you're not working or not making money from a side hustle, you're doing something wrong, or it's the equivalent to kind of taking a nap in the office. There needs to be more conversation around that in order for us to be able to understand it. And I really want that conversation to be from those people. I don't want it to just be this kind of older generations telling Gen Z and millennials what their working life is like and what they want from work and what they're like in the workplace. I actually think that this kind of confusion around what Gen Z is going to be like in the workplace and what millennials are like in the workplace actually enables us to almost have a blank slate and for us to be able to say, this is what we're like, this is what we want, this is what we actually do badly. We have no boundaries around work, so we need to improve this. Grace, look, thank you so much for talking to us on 929 today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a very interesting conversation. What an interesting chat with Grace. She really helped me see that finding collaborative opportunities isn't just about solving problems, but it's also about coming up with creative solutions together. A very good lesson. 929 is a part of the Fiverr family. Fiverr is the digital marketplace for freelancers. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again soon. Goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.